Hi all, thank you for tuning to my podcast. Um, today we have a very important guest today with us, and our guest is none other. Drum roll, <laughs> my husband John. So John is an educator, a traveler, a writer, financial planner, entrepreneur, and chef. Welcome to my podcast, John. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm glad to be able to uh, support you in this. Oh, I'm so excited. So we want to share a bit about ourselves and um, what God has done in our lives. Hopefully somebody will take something out of it. Before we start, though, we're going to um, pray. So just ask, Dear Heavenly Father, please guide us this moment. I pray that you just continue to um, work in our lives, put the right words in our mouths. I pray, too, that you just um, work in the lives and hearts of um, the audience out there. I just pray that you just help us to glorify you in all that we do. We give it all in your name. Amen. Amen. Well... We are going to dive right into how we met. Babe, would you want to go first? <laughs> okay, well, it was June 15th, 2016. Um, it was actually during Ramadan. We both, at that point, didn't know each other, but we were um, wanting to get away, take a little vacation. We had a mutual friend who told both of us about um, Tbilisi, Georgia, this trip that we we're taking. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so, although we officially met at the airport, I think it's a better to say that we met in Tbilisi, Georgia, since that's where we actually were able to have more than a hello, hi, how are you, actual conversation. Yeah. And to just uh, take a step back, um, I'm originally from Kenya, and John is from the USA, so, yeah, we met there in Georgia Tbilisi and uh, we connected actually on uh, um, just stuff like ministry stuff and, um, you know, the, the love for travel. We both love traveling. And, well, uh, after Tbilisi, we had a great three days. After Tbilisi, we went back to the Middle East. Okay, so John is going to talk more about that. Actually, I still wanted to talk about Tbilisi. <laughs> you, you just skipped through everything okay. that's the good part. But when we were in Tbilisi, um, at that point, you know, it was very hard for me being a Christian here, not really knowing any other believers, not really going to church. I just wanted to be able to talk more about God in a deeper level and maybe not knowing what I could say in public in the Middle East or different things, it was difficult. And I was praying that God would put someone in my life. And I know almost immediately when we were in Tbilisi, um, we were on a tour bus and we just started talking about, you know, ministry and different ideas and things we had for the future. I remember you talking about your idea that God planted in your heart for an orphanage. And that's how we started, um, talking on a deeper level about God and about um, just more spiritual things. You know, it's funny because the time you were talking, um, you were talking to me, but not exactly to me. Like you're talking to my spirit. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think, (laughs) like I said, I definitely 
felt this connection like that we were really talking on a deeper level and God was definitely working with it in our hearts throughout that conversation. Yeah, but you know, don't get me wrong, like I was out there just to see Tbilisi and enjoy, but I was in this place of my life where I was very comfortable with who I was. I had taken a year off from dating, so I wasn't looking to get connected, you know. But the minute you you kept talking to me, you were speaking to the things that I'd prayed to God for a future husband. Now, do you see what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I can definitely. I know I was praying a lot for, um, you know, God to put the right wife into my life, someone because, um, I don't know, I've done things on my own for a while and was so used to it, but at the same time, I was a bit lonely and need needed that encouragement i think it's definitely hard sometimes when um you're going at it alone although we have god it's nice to have that person that we can pray with and encourage us and talk to yeah right well ours was kind of a very short courting you know like how long did we court <laughs> about three to four months see. so well what <laughs> happened was we met up that next weekend after Tbilisi and for a couple of days we were we prayed and we actually had a good connection after that prayer and then I went away for a few days to Almaty, Kazakhstan on a little trip and that's when I remember we were um talking and you know and then when I came back I had to go to um, Budapest in about three or four days after. So I remember I made the effort to go and see you before I went to Budapest because I, w I wasn't planning on coming back until after the summer. Yeah, and while you're planning that, I was already planning like how I'm going to leave the country and go back to Kenya and do my business right there, you know. And it's interesting. We actually just caught it for four, more, four months only and... John likes to remind me it was three months. <laughs> Something like that. I mean, it was definitely... Depends what you consider courting. I mean, I guess if you consider the time I was in the States and in the time we were doing, you know, through, you know, the long distance courting, I guess you could extend it even five months if you consider that. Yeah. So actually, um, uh, taking back to my walk... I was not looking for dating a man who's not um, a believer, you know, because I had done it several, uh, several other relationships and uh, it hadn't turned out well. So remember where I said, like, I took one year to just work on myself and work, with, uh, work on my relationship with God. So this entire time, I was at a very good place where I knew the man that needs to be with me has to be um, a man who loves Christ more than me. So, and that's the prayer I had given to God. And I said, like, let the man who's going to pursue me be the man who's after your heart, you know. So that's when, you know, when we got together and we were praying and even if we were going out and everything we did was we put God first. You know, that really made a huge difference in my life. 
No, I definitely agree. It's very important to put God first in everything because, um, you know, without God, you there's no foundation, or at least the foundation that there is will crumble and fall. You need that. Um, mm-hmm. You just need something more because it's really and everything's about God and our Creator. If you think of it, exactly. So, well. Uh, graduating from that, we had to meet the parents, right? So. Yeah, although <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that was a little bit beyond because we actually didn't even meet. I didn't meet your parents until um, December, so. Remember, we met in June. Yeah. So November, I traveled to Kenya. Then December, you came to Kenya to meet my parents. Yeah. And remember what I told you when you proposed, you have to meet my father, yeah. you know. It was okay to, you know, do it physically, but... Yeah. And we had talked to them, and they yeah. had, you know, given mm-hmm. consent over the phone, but it was not the same yeah. as, you know... Yeah, it really meant a lot for me to, if you would have asked my father and my mother, you know, I just wanted to honor them in that way, yeah. you know. And, yeah, how was your visit to Kenya, though? Oh, it was good. It's actually my second time to Kenya at that point, but um, it was nice being able to meet your family and to just be able to um, see everyone and to just have a whole new experience of connecting in a different level. Yeah, you said it was your second time to go to Kenya. Yeah, I went there the previous year to um, visit a child I sponsored through um, Compassion International, so I went to uh, um, Nairobi, actually, to, you know, visit, but it was just for a little short three-day visit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great, and wow, so, and I also got to visit um, the U.S., but I didn't do that. Your parents came here to the Middle East, and I got to meet them here, and that was really good, and I was happy to meet them. And what actually uh, honored me more was your father and uh, Ellen. They brought your mother's uh, necklace and wedding ring. And, you know, they were giving it to me. So that meant a lot. And I was happy, you know, that we connected in such a level that where they felt that they can give what belonged to your late mom to me and obviously to be passed on yeah no it was definitely a good thing being able to um see you connect with my father i know it was important to both of you to be able and it was also good for him to have this experience as i don't think he would have made it out here otherwise but him <laughs> to just see the life you know that we have and to just understand more i don't think you really understand what it's like to live abroad until you actually visit and see it and experience yeah. it well, going forward, um, I was living in a different town from you, okay? So you introduced me to your church. I used to go to this, um, uh, what do they call them, the charismatic churches, you know? And um, before that, I was born into a Catholic faith, but I got to get born again. So I saw the difference of worship also. You know, and uh, I learned it's not, it's never about just the rituals, it's about um, 
your relationship with God. And that was so important for me to have that and, you know, practice that. So, yeah, uh, we came to your church here and uh, you got me plugged in in a life group. Although it's interesting <laughs> because you call it my church, but honestly, I had only been there a handful of times before. I never, I really wasn't going very frequently here. And then, um, but I realized that it was something I needed to do more. And, mm-hmm. and that's why I wanted to get more connected. Mm-hmm. I remember too that we um, asked you know, the, it actually was an in, um, interim pastor at the time because they were switching pastors to help us do marriage counseling. Okay. And we met with him a few sessions and then we um, started trying to get more involved. Oh, the marriage counseling session. That was really an eye-opening uh, uh, thing, you know. People talk about getting married and I've never been to a place where they make you think about all these life issues you're going to dive into. So it was really an eye-opener, you know, because considering we just caught it for four months, you know. And what stood out for you with this, the counseling? Um, I mean, I think most of it was like fairly common sense, a lot of it, especially because I think we were both older in life and, you know, we were not like 19, 20-year-old kids. So we had a lot of the stuff were things that we, um, you know, kind of had some idea of, but at the same time, it was Mm -hmm. good to be able to pray about it and to see what God said about it and to just have someone else that, you know, prayed for us Mm -hmm. through the process. No, you know, there's there's one factor um, the counselor brought, and he talked about, you know, um, the, the cultural issue. You know, me being from Kenya, you being from the U.S., you know, we brought in the factor of, yeah, what if you have kids and, you know, what what, what culture are you going to um, let them grow up or embrace? You know, I had never thought far to that because, you know, I never thought of you from a different place, you know, because when we are just you and me, we're just us. We don't see the color, you know, but that made me think, you know. We might not see it, but other people out there will see it. I think, too, like, for instance, living here, believe it or not, we're in such a multicultural city that you don't really see it or notice it. I think, you know, either going back to certain parts of the States or, you know, Nairobi, mm-hmm. where, um, you know, it's less, where it's more homogenous and everyone's kind of, there's a less amount of diversity, mm-hmm. I think you'll, you know, see it more. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, for me, too, like, it, it's, you know, just trusting God that he has a plan for everything and that, you know, I think those are honestly fairly minor human-type things that we really, you know, don't need to stress out about, that we just give everything to God. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we're learning to give everything to God and... You know, well, what about the wedding? <laughs> well, um, well, which one? First, I guess, you know, the obvious one is we actually ended up getting married here in the UAE um, in January of 2017. 
um, what happened was we were just talking and praying and about it, and we knew, you know, like it made more logistical sense to get married here for various, you know, reasons, obviously, for paperwork and different things. It was much easier, you know, to get you to go to the States, to being able, you know, for everything just made more sense to to get married here. So it was very different, though, than I'm sure that what either one of us were expecting in the sense that it was just, you know, like basically we had a chaplain and two witnesses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it definitely was different than what I would have anticipated at first. Wow, talk about that day. And um, I still remember it because... Um, it only got real to me when we were, I was walking down the aisle, you know, and um, the pews were empty and it was just us and the chaplain and our two witnesses. And it hit me, okay, I'm making a life commitment. Yes, I do love this man, you know, but it's not just saying yes, you know, it's a whole journey I got to do with you, you know. And, um, and my parents are not here for this, even if they've like given their blessings, you know. So, yeah, that's why we did a second one in the U.S. where my parents also came. No. So that was really good. Yeah, I think that second one too, and we knew we were going to do the second one the whole time. So I mm-hmm. think too, there was a little bit of... Um, comfort and knowing that like we were going to have a more official wedding i think that definitely helped you just knowing that and you know the first wedding that was interesting because i I remember i didn't even go to do my hair and you know i was just like okay my hair wasn't unkept and everything but you know most brides will take a you know uh, like time out and go do the hair you know the spa and everything but for me, I don't know, I didn't feel I needed to do it that way, you know, because it was just us and God, you know. Yeah. But also the second one, I remember because we had already done the first one and my mother was trusting. I was like, you haven't found your wedding dress. Well, the <laughs> second wedding was, you know, it's definitely a, a challenge to uh, organize and coordinate a wedding from, you know, halfway across the world. Um, you know, we, you know, we're trying, making phone calls, trying to figure out everything. I know you had a vision for what you always wanted your wedding to be. And we, you know, you, we were searching on the internet for, um, places close to where my parents lived. And then we found a venue and what a cake, uh, the person to make the cake and the caterer. And that was all we had up until we came to the States Mm -hmm. or actually up until we left for Europe. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. And I had a vision of what I wanted, you know, but, you know, you're the one who's good with the details. I I can always tell you, like, I need it this way, you know, and I knew if I saw the venue, I would automatically know this is a place, you know, but I didn't want a place where we will have the wedding, then travel and do the reception. I just wanted it to be simple, simple and and um, not costly, <laughs> if that's what I can say, yeah. you know, because right after the wedding, people have a life, you know, the ones we've invited to come, they will enjoy the wedding, they'll eat with us and laugh with us, and 
at the end of the day we have to pay the bills also if we are going to overcommit ourselves you know but you know we just thank god because it was a simple wedding where we we both enjoyed it and um, yeah we we actually pray that it's going to be a wedding that is going to glorify god you know yeah that was that and we got that and we're really grateful to christ for that yeah no it was definitely a whole an interesting process though being i don't know i guess you would kind of got last minute plan like we didn't have um let's see we didn't get the photographer up until yeah my right wedding dress we got the it wedding in dress romania. we got in romania right literally about four or five hours before our flight was going to depart um back here to the um to the middle into to the states remember? no we were actually flying back to abu dhabi first oh, okay um yeah but we had uh a meeting and you know you were trying different things and none of them really seemed to be what you wanted and then you finally found one yes i found one but it was a size smaller but that's what I really wanted. So I knew, well, I'm just going to get this and I'll make the alteration when I reach there. And it worked out because we walked in and the ladies were really, really good. God sent, I say that. And up to today, I always uh, thank God for them because they were really helpful in helping me find it. Because first of all, it was a stressful affair for me to go in a shop and find the dress. Because sometimes you'll find... Um, uh, people who are not so helpful in helping you find the dress, you know. The worst part is too, like every time people ask, "Oh, when are you getting married?" When we say, like, you know, in August, they're like, "Of next year." <laughs> like, no, but everyone's looking at us like we're crazy. Yeah. You know, they're like, "Oh, most people do at least a year in advance." Yeah. So this is this is actually an interesting part because. Remember, in, uh, we did a wedding in January in the one in UAE, just the two of us. Then, the summer of that year, we went um, uh, to Europe. That whole summer, yeah. We were on the go, go, go the whole summer. We um, actually did three little camps. We were volunteering, for more or less, we'll call it camps, but like volunteering, um, teaching English to adults. Mm -hmm. Throughout Europe, we were in uh, Poland. Hungary and Romania and then we spent a week kind of touring that central Europe so we spent a whole month in Europe before the wedding yeah and we with the exception of the dress we you know didn't get a whole lot done but we uh, for the wedding and I'm sure um most people are probably thinking we're crazy we <laughs> should be getting the wedding done but I'm, I don't know I think for me personally I wanted you know we, you know, we were just living our life and exactly. and just doing, you know, putting God first, and we weren't obsessing over the wedding. We, you know, we did what we could do. We put a few of the major things together, and so that's why I thank God for this husband of mine here, because he was really, really, really hands on on all the logistics, you know from getting who's going to cater for the wedding. I can only say, I think I just picked out my dress and I picked out the venue, you know, but all the other nitty gritties, he, he did all that. So I thank you, babe, for that. 
I know. Because like, I was really stressed when I came when to When we about got it. to the States, we were, we were pretty much doing an errand every single day yeah. there, you know, picking my suit, picking mm-hmm. um, the DJ, mm-hmm. figuring out all the um, food orders, figuring out you know, mm-hmm. all the little last minute logistical stuff and any arrangements and the setting up and meeting with the um, mm-hmm. chaplain, meeting with, you know, the different um, people in the wedding party. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that. But it all came beautifully together. And I can only say, actually, I'll even speak a little bit about the color coordination. So, um, uh, our maid of honor and um, the groomsman who was supposed to be there, um, uh, you know, actually, because it's a second wedding, so they were asking if we have a color theme, you know, and I didn't want to impose on people because they were going to get uh, the fitting for themselves. So they asked me, like, which color would you prefer? Then I just said, well, any nice suit, you know. Um, I didn't want to impose really because already a wedding was done in January. This was just for formalities for my parents, you know, and just to bring the both families together, you know. So here is where it gets interesting. Um, our maid of honor and one of the bridesmaids, both of them don't know each other. But the morning of the wedding, they turn up with the same color of dress. This is blue. And the best man and the groomsmen also turn up with the same color of suit and the tie is matching the bridesmaid. Mm. If it, that is not God, <laughs> I don't know because he really helped, you know? So we can see like, God was behind the scenes working it for our good, you know. So we were not like going to get caught up with the stress of what are we going to do? I have to use all this money to fix the wedding, you know, until, you know, take money here and become poor in the process. No, we just said we just need a simple wedding that is going to glorify God. And that is what we got. And it was a beautiful wedding, right, babe? Yeah, everything definitely came together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after that, well, uh, we went on a honeymoon to France. I guess, although I think our more official honeymoon was probably the one after our marriage here. I would say that was probably, <laughs> you know, the one I would consider the honeymoon, the one we went to Seychelles. Yeah, the first wedding we went to Seychelles for the honeymoon. So this second wedding we went to Paris. And yes, that's another story for another podcast. So activities we do together. We love to do mission trips together. We are still hoping to do one together. You know, and We haven't done an official missions trip together, although yes. we have done some volunteering at the Angloville, yeah. and then we also helped out um, volunteer with the Special Olympics exactly. and some things for the church. We've mm-hmm. done some volunteering. Yes, and uh, I got to go to the Philippines um, in May um, 2017, and um, it was through your support, you know. 
And uh, it's funny because I remember when they mentioned it, you definitely were like, not you had a lot of cold feet about it. You definitely weren't wouldn't commit, and then you um. I wouldn't day, commit because of the unknowing, you know. And then one day you just told me you decided, you know, you prayed about it and you decided you wanted to go. So, yeah, we've done that together. So that was a little uh, story about us and how we met. And um, I'm grateful my husband came to my podcast today. And thank you for supporting. You're welcome. I hope to be here again another time. (laughs) Definitely. We'll do another podcast with him and uh, we'll tackle different issues. So thank you very much for listening in. Catch you in the next one.